It's fair to say that NBA 2K23 has its pros and cons, but one of the biggest features, one of the biggest pros would be NBA 2K23 My NBA. Hands down, it is the greatest 2K game mode ever, as you're able to recreate history in any time period you want. You could be in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, or even present day. So in today's episode, we're going to be looking at NBA 2K23, my NBA, that game mode. And we're going to break it down. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the truth about NBA 2K23, my NBA. It's such a fun game mode, but there's a lot for me to cover. There's a lot for me to go over, but it is super fun. And I'm going to explain to you guys why and if you're watching this on youtube or anywhere else we are streaming the video version of this episode on or this video on you're in luck just instead of hearing me talk for like 15 20 minutes how long the episode's gonna be uh you get to watch uh clips of 2k footage featuring gameplay from the 80s 90s 2000s in even, in even present day. I'll even throw in some WNBA folks because I'm so generous. Look at my generosity shining. But as I just said a minute ago, this is hands down the greatest 2K game mode ever. Right? This is revolutionary. This is just game changing. You can have my career all you want, my team. You can have whatever you want, and those are cool in its own respect and its own right. However, Micro's taken a hit to make your own players like you're. So, I'm gonna make more 2K content, but just to give you my feelings on it, my career has gone down. The storyline has gone down. Not playing in college, and eh, I'm on the fence about that one. I like that we're able to get to the draft and dra uh, get the, uh, what's it like? Yeah, so you're able to get to the draft, you're able to pick your own team, but then you're hated and you go down that route. I like that storyline, but I also like the 2K20 and 21 uh, storyline. My team's fun. I'm not very much of a wreck park kind of guy. I don't want to just hang your head down to the park and just duke it out. So for me, my NBA is all about that because I want to feel nostalgia. I want to feel like you're in 80s, 90s, 2000s, heck, even the present day, but present day is not really fun, so 80s, 90s, 2000s. Because everything is changeable. You can have any scenario play out in your head and make it a reality. Who wouldn't want to do that? If you want to reminisce in the good old days of Kobe and Shaq, Michael Jordan winning championships, and the Larry Bude and Magic Johnson uh, feud, why not? Why not do that? Celtics Lakers in the 80s, maybe early 90s. Then you get to so you get to set yourself up in 1984. I'm sorry, 1983, heading to the 84 draft class with Jordan. But then you can go to 90s. You can simulate that with Jordan winning all those championships. 2002 with Kobe and Shaq. 
So you have the Bird Magic era, you have the Jordan era, you have the Kobe era, and then you have the present day era with Stephen Curry on it. Because of course, guys for championships. But if you wanna if you wanna feel nostalgia, you go to this. Because you could reminisce in the good old days. If you grew up in the 70s and you watch 80s basketball, or you were able to watch 90s basketball, 2000 basketball, whatever it is, you get to relive those good old days. We've never seen this before. Each era is graphically and mechanically detailed to that time period. The logos are different for each time period. Players' ratings and what they can do within the game is pretty accurate. The moveset changes throughout the period. The scoreboard is different. And it's even simplified to that era, which is very cool. There's custom TV filters, true-to-day tires, uh, courts. There's even up-to-date rules accurate to the time and so much more. I'm not even kidding you. It, when you see how much detail they give into this game, it is truly incredible. Like, they give you the option just to pick any period that you want, any era. You get to go in there, and you get to do whatever you want. It's all accurate. All of the players are in there besides two, and that would be Reggie Miller and Charles Barkley. Right? So they didn't give up their likeness. They didn't want their likeness to be in the game, so those two guys aren't in there. But, not 2K's fault. So, even without those guys, it is still very, very likable, very, very enjoyable, and it's still very realistic. Like, when you're able to match up the commentary team, the visuals to a T, how everything interacts, like, when you go for the 80s, early 90s, but let's just focus on the 80s right now, you weren't taking free pointers. And when you look at the ratings of a lot of these players, sure you had Larry Bird, sure you had other guys like that, but those are their own separate breed. They were able to figure out that game. And even though you figured out that portion of the game, they really didn't incorporate that unless it was like in the free point contest during the All-Star break. During that weekend of fun. So when you're looking at the ratings and you're breaking down your senior attributes, you're not seeing Hall of Fame badges, gold badges, bronze badges, silver badges, whatever kind of badge of three-point shooting, of deep shooting, right? It was more mid-range shots, layups, and some dunks, right? Larry Bird was more dominant in badges when it came to passing, playmaking, um, shooting, but within... The mid-ranger within the perimeter, right? You never saw him take a lot of three-pointers. It just was never his attribute skills. Like, he had that attribute, but it was never going to weigh higher than the close shot or the mid-shot. Mid-range shot, right? So, it's really cool when you see that. So, when you try to hit a free, it's hard because they don't have a high rating. Like, Stephen Curry, LeBron James... Kobe Bryant to a certain extent. Um, Reggie Miller's in the game. Ray Allen, he would not have the same as Ray Allen. So there's a lot of pros and cons to when you're in the 80s and you're like, well, I'm a three-point shooter. But it's surrealistic that it's like, you can't do that. Now, if you're a mid-range guy, oh, all day, all day you would do that. 
So I just like how everything is graphically and mechanically detailed to that time period. There's things you can do. Defense is more physical, more tough. It's defense is more prevalent there. Defense wins championships. That was 80s, 90s, 2000s. No longer present day. Now all offense wins championships. As has been proved by the Golden State Warriors dynasty. And the Warrior, um, and the Cleveland Cavaliers making that 2016 run for the championship of winning it all. But you gotta see where I'm coming from. So, it's really cool to see how the rules adjust. Like, you can commit harder fouls. You can do a more hand checking. Things become illegal, become illegal. Right? And I like how you go through each era where they tell you to change as they're happening each um, season. Like, oh, a new expansion team came in. Like, um, the Hornets, when they first came in. It was like they were called the Bobcats. When you saw different teams come in to play, when you saw stadiums being rebuilt, when teams are relocating, and all that cool stuff. But you got background. You're like, okay, you're getting out of the Bird era and you're going into Jordan era. Again, out of the 80s to 90s. So when the 90s hit, and that comes to 92 of Jordan. Um, it's now you're entering the Jordan era. They give you a breakdown of that. And I like how they transition to each era. They're just not stopping you. And that was one of my biggest fears in each of these eras. That they're going to have all these things divided. That once you got to that next era. So you went to the 80s. Start in the 80s. But then you go to the 90s era. The Jordan era. They're going to cut you off from that. And you're going to have to restart all of your progress. You're going to restart from the beginning. To how it was up back in 92. But no, they just carry on through. So if Scottie Pippen's never on the Bulls, he's never on the Bulls. If he ends up to a different team like the Knicks or uh, to the Knicks or to the Blazers early, or doesn't matter. It doesn't automatically reset. It doesn't reset. The only time it resets is on unless you want to get out of there. So you save the old one. You start a new NBA up. And you just go to the 90s and start right there in 92, 1992 in that season. So it's very interesting. I like how they do that. And what I also love is the fact that 2K did eliminate the hassle of Cranial League set to the time period you wanted to be in. Like you remember when, and I did this a lot before, when they didn't have this and you're playing like in 2K22, 2K21, 2K20, all that stuff. And they had these classic era teams and these year um, by season teams. So, like all 0102 teams, you have to sit there for an hour just to get the correct teams. And sometimes 2K didn't have all those teams set to a certain season. But now they've taken out all that work and have allowed you to choose your own period without any work needing to be involved. That is amazing. I can't tell you how frustrating it was to click. And I get it, I'm just scrolling through, but still, y'all that play the game know what I'm talking about. Where you're scrolling through and you have to find 0102 and you're trying to make it so accurate. And sometimes when you're going through that, some of the players' models don't look that accurate, don't look that realistic. 
same with their attributes, same with their badges. And you can just tell that the details there, but they're not going beyond. They're just stopping at the bare minimum. But I like that they're making the models, they're making the attributes, they're making everything surrealistic. That it's like, okay, this is how Jordan looked back in the 90s. This is how Jordan looked in the 80s. This is how Bird looked in the 80s. This is how Mikhail, this is how Parrish looked in the 80s. This is how Magic looked in the 80s. This is how Curve, when he was playing, looked in the 80s. This is how Phil Jackson looked as a head coach with the mustache. And they made his mustache so huge. I have to go look at a photo to see if his mustache was so huge. Like, if you guys get a chance, go back there. Look at young Phil Jackson as a head coach. His mustache was huge. That's that's not a con, nor is it a pro. It's just something that popped out of nowhere. Now, also, I'm going to transition a bit so I can talk about those points, like, forever. Something. Something that was so huge. I've tried this with all the periods, but I'm just going to put it out there. Just as a cautionary thing. But also, depending on the era, simulation goes faster and a lot smoother. Present day franchise mode makes simulating a season very long. However, in my NBA, like in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, it is completely different. It is faster, it is smoother, and it isn't frustrating to the point of throwing your controller, trust me, it happened to me once, across the room. I've done that. Maybe more than once, but I've done that at least one time in my life. And it's actually something where you can compare it to other games and franchise modes, <coughs> EA, and you could tell that 2K capitalized on, well, when you're going through these seasons, it's just too long. People don't want to go through all of that. And when I play Madden, um, it takes 30 minutes to sim a season sometimes. Like, it's just not enjoyable. It can legit take up to 30 minutes of my time to simulate just one season. You're like, come on, it's just 30 minutes. Get over it. Like, you're just sitting there doing nothing. Probably scrolling on your phone or just getting food or something. Like, it's 30 minutes. But sometimes, especially if you're trying to do, like, one of those... GM styles where you don't play in the games but you construct a roster and you're trying to simulate to the bye week, simulate to the postseason, simulate to next season, to the Super Bowl, whatever it is, it's like it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of patience. And like what 2K did, 2K shortened that time, made it a lot smoother, made it a lot faster, and when you're going for 82 games and you see like all the greens or reds popping up, you like, wins or losses popping up next to each game being done it's like wow it's actually going really fast i simulated a whole season in 10 minutes legit i should have uh time i probably should have put in a timer on that but you guys get where i'm going with it because it's just so extraordinary i've never had that before in a franchise mode not in fifa not in madden not in nhl at least what i can remember but in nba they made it different and two kidding made it different and look I get it um, it's 2k versus EA I'm not making that debate right now all I'm saying is that EA has not beaten 
2K in a lot of areas. And 2K, again, it's proven why they're more superior when you have loading time being cut down, simulation times being cut down, and it's more enjoyable for players. I played, so true story, I played my NBA. I completed, boy, like I, I started like in the 80s, I started like in 83. And I went all the way to 2000. No, I'm sorry. I was playing as Kobe Bryant. I was playing 2002. I simulated 10 years. And I played games. Like, I went through seasons. And I went through free agency. I did all this basic stuff. Like, how regular franchise mode was set up. I made some changes. That only took me two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes. Think about it. That's a huge difference. I've tried simulating 10 years in Madden. There was no simulating 10 years in Madden. They had an option, but you didn't want to get an option. You would have been there for 5 hours. Because there was this one guy who tried doing that before, and it legit took him a whole day. Now, could have been doing our stuff? Sure. But, I'm just saying, there's a point to be said. There's, there's a case to be made because it's like, at some point, like, okay, we gotta cut this down. We gotta make it a little more fun. Like, it, maybe, maybe it's just me, but that was always something that I, I was always like, eh, that was just one of my cons of 2K because it's like, why? Why do you gotta do this to me? I just wanna simulate a season. But in my NBA, in this game mode, they changed that. 2K capitalized on speed and they did efficiently. They did it really, really well. Now, let's get into more of the bad things. Now, there are many bad things to say about this game mode. Could some of the models for that player be off? Yes. Like Steve Kerr in the 2002 season, just using him as an example, it wasn't that realistic. I believe he was on the San Antonio Spurs at that time. Pretty crazy of a career he had. He has like 10 championships as a player slash coach. Like, dude's stacked. Like, he's going nowhere. Like, um, dude has like unlimited knowledge and unlimited gold at his house. Not if he can't, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you have some of those models. It's not that, sometimes not that realistic. Just the appearance is off. And it's like, okay, sometimes. That could be misjudged. It's like, what, what are you singing here? It's not like what um, Janobi looked like. It's not like what Curl looked like. It's not like a uh, blank player looked like. That example player looked like. Also, could we just say that the fake players like Jared Ankumpo is a bit interesting and maybe not necessary? Yes, it really doesn't mean a whole lot when it comes to the era. But in the end, it doesn't change a whole lot, but it's still baffling nonetheless onto why 2K put fake players into the game. Like, I get it, like, I, I came across Jared Antetokounmpo. I've seen other people come up with him, come across him, and other guys, like, who are present-day names, like, first or last names. Most likely last names. But it's like, huh. Um, yeah, so we have Jared Antetokounmpo, is that supposed to be like the father of Antetokounmpo? Like, are we supposed to 
sign Jared over here and just make him this goat, this overpowered goat or something. Like I, I never, I've never seen that before in any 2K. Maybe I never paid attention to it, but I honestly, really, really never saw it advancing until I saw that. Yeah, I just I found that really funny, and yeah, so it's not the biggest thing in the world. It's not like the it's not like a con of the game. I'm just finding it really pointless and maybe not necessary, like really not necessary. But I just found it interesting. But then again, I, I find the weird stuff in games, and that's something I picked up because I spent days, weeks, just flying away, especially this game mode. I come across that, and I'm like, huh. Okay. Yeah, and like, that player retires the very next season. I don't know about y'all, but it's like, huh. So, he's here, he's gone. Oh, you're telling me you could not get any other player there? You're telling me you couldn't just leave that spot empty? Even if, did you have to fill it? Did you really need a Jared Antetokounmpo to come around and then retire next season? He didn't even get picked up by a team. He was like going NBA free agency the whole season. He didn't even get picked up. He didn't win a championship. He didn't win a war. He didn't do anything. I don't think reporting his stats. But I can't confirm. That's the long lost father of Jan's Antikumpo and all of the other Antikumpo, uh, Antikumpo brothers? Or is it Antikumpo bros? I have no idea. It's something. Antikumpo, Antikumpo bros. So, I don't know, whatever your nickname is. But, as things go, there are many, there aren't really many bad things to be said about this game mode. And I know that previous sentence did not make any sense, but there's really not many things to say negatively, plural, about this game mode. This game mode was one of the few reasons why I got this game. I was not looking forward to a game of my career. I was not looking forward to a park, but I was looking forward to my NBA. Now, this is not a con because I get why they put on the next gen consoles, right? Like Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, PS5. It's because, I guess um, it would make sense because it's like in 4K and stuff, but. Um, Anyways, I, I it it, it kind of hurts. And I was just through this uh, before I got the Xbox Series X. Or that you can't get this, nor can you get WNBA. But mainly, you can't get this game mode unless you have the newer uh, next gen consoles. So that hurts you. If you got like Xbox One or a PS4, no bueno. You guys are solid. I had a guy message me. I had people message me before. I'm like. Hey, since you're talking about 2K now, when I was going for all those reveals, I'm just going through just checking badges and stuff. So like, hey, why are you on this subject? Where's my NBA? And I have to explain to them that's on the new gen consoles and on the next gen consoles. That you can't do anything. If you have an Xbox One, can't play. If you have a PS4, can't play. It has to be Xbox uh, Series S or X or PS5. That's the only way this game mode can be unlocked and played. Now, moving on with that, just pushing past that, 
Overall, this game mode is super fun, super realistic, and many areas, areas challenging, nostalgic, and never gets old even if you replay errors. I have replayed all the errors besides present day because I didn't do enough with present day as it is, right? And you spent like weeks, like two weeks on just on this. But yeah, there are so many possibilities that it's kind of endless. Even if you're a diehard fan of NBA 2K or a casual fan of the game, you're really going to find this cool to play. I find this game very fun and very enjoyable as there hasn't been anything like this I've ever seen before in any game. The amount of detail and effort they put into these eras are incredible and should not be taken for granted. Trust me, they are currently beating EA and it isn't even close. Especially when 2K is doing stuff like this. Now I'm just comparing franchise modes interactive modes such as these. I highly suggest playing this mode. I highly suggest getting the game if you're having as you won't regret it. My NBA mode makes a very compelling case to get the game as it was one of the main if the main if not the main driving features of NBA 2K23. From first hand experience playing this game you will enjoy hands down by a shadow of a doubt 100% confident you will enjoy it and real quick guys before I sign off on this video I just want to let you know if you're in there if you're in the Patrick Ewing draft class have the Chicago Bulls instead of worry about Scottie Pippen I guess two different draft classes but have I found this really fun have Patrick Ewing and Michael Jordan when Ewing is a rookie come in and have the greatest duo ever, Ewing and Jordan, try to win championships. Or have CP3 and Kobe try to win championships down in LA. You remember that whole veto trade where Sterling uh, just pretty much vetoed that? I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, when I remember that, that was just tough. It's like, wow, Kobe's career could have been different. Wow, Kobe almost left the Lakers. Like, there was a lot of stuff happening, but there's some fun stuff you can do. I would even try getting Shaq. Try to get Shaq, Ewing, and Jordan all on the same team. Trust me, it can be done. If you guys want to want to actually see how you can get Shaq, Ewing, and Jordan to play on the same team, just let me know. Comment down below, especially if you're on YouTube. Comment down below, because I will have screenshots I will sell videos for that because why not but yeah if you guys want to see that I will upload another video here soon it is Friday morning 8 a.m. have a great rest of your day and yeah I'll see you guys on the next episode slash video